Good evening. This is Truth Live Shenanigans, the live show. Let's see if I can get the date right. It's Wednesday, November 11, 2020. <laughs> my name is Neil, and I'll be moderating all the shenanigans today. Today, my co-hosts are the lovely lady, Lizzie. What's up? What's up? Happy hump day, you all. We're going to talk later in the show about Don Jr.'s gal pal and who she's going to be humping, potentially, <laughs> for the sake of Donald Trump. A lot of humps going on. And just before showtime, we had a problem where Rob B had to opt out. So Gianni is sitting in for Rob B tonight. Gianni, welcome. Hey, guys. Your first hey, full show. Look at you. Yeah. Welcome, welcome. Thank welcome. you so much. I'm welcome. excited. Teamwork makes the dream work. <laughs> exactly. Now, we did have a huge celebration for Rob B, but I want to make sure we do one thing for Rob B because he unfortunately could not join us. This was a birthday message we had for him. I know he's watching. <laughs> Happy birthday, Rob. Happy birthday to you. That's Rob and daughter. And daughter. Happy birthday to you, Grandpa. Yay! Yay! <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Sorry, Rita, we did not have you here, Robbie. But, uh, you know, leave your comments in the comment section. We'll be paying attention to you. Yes, yes, yes. All right. So for today's show, we have a special guest spotlight with filmmakers and producers, Dion and Marty from D&D Productions in Atlanta. Then Lizzie will be talking about Patti LaBelle's son catfishing everyone. And I'll be talking about Trump's girlfriend, pimping her, Trump Jr.'s girlfriend, pimping herself out for lap dances. <laughs> Remember, we are live everywhere. Our show stream live on YouTube, Facebook, Periscope, and Twitter at TLS Live Show. And you can watch us at truthlieshenanigans.com. Remember, share this feed, invite your friends. Most importantly, join in the conversation with us. So Gianni will be keeping an eye, both Gianni and I will be keeping an eye on the conversations going on. Now, also, don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or Amazon Music. Just search for or ask Google, Alexa, or Siri to simply play the Truth Lies Shenanigans podcast. All right, so you have, for the past few weeks, you've seen our production assistant, Gianni, popping in and out. Tonight, she has a full show. And I think it's time for you guys to get to know her a little better. So we are going to put Gianni on the hot. Gianni. Oh, and I guessed a little bit too early there. <laughs> we do look alike. <laughs> All right. So, Gianni, I know you weren't expecting this, but this is how it works. I'll ask you a few rapid fire questions, and you'll just answer with the first thing that comes to mind. For example, I might ask okay. you your favorite drink, and you'll answer that as fast as you can. What's your favorite drink? Um, Malta. 
It's a Spanish uh, drink. It's so weird that I said that. But yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's go ahead and get started. All right. Prefer to be friend with Kamala or Obama? Who is Kamala? Kamala Who? or Obama. Thank you. Thank you. I would rather be friends with Kamala. Okay. All right. Black truffle pizza with smoked prosciutto or Pizza Hut with pepperoni and sausage. I don't even know what the first one is, so I'm going to go with the second one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Football or basketball? Um, I'm gonna go basketball. All right. Lions, tigers, or bears? Oh my. Bears. All right. Save the children or save the puppy? I'm a huge animal lover, but save the children. Okay. <gasps> more love, more time, or more money? More love, more time. More time. I'm with you there. I actually would have picked that. <laughs> Harry Potter movies or Jennifer Lopez movies? Um, you said Harry Potter? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely Harry Potter. Not all right, Harry Potter. all right. <laughs> Luxury <laughs> hotel by yourself or camping with friends? Um, that one's hard. I'm going to go with the luxury. <laughs> luxury hotel, all right. <laughs> Yeah, I knew Lizzie's. Would have been. All right, last one. Last one. Christmas or Valentine's Day? Christmas. Christmas. All right, Gianni. Good job. You are off the hot seat. Off the hot seat. Good job. <laughs> That's because Gianni was supposed to be in that window. <laughs> <laughs> all right so let me tell you our viewers what truth lies shenanigans is all about we'll be sharing our truths and opinions with you calling out the lies and pointing out the ridiculous shenanigans going on but most importantly on this show and particularly for today's show we're going to have some fun with some shenanigans of our own there is one rule for our hosts here there is no cussing no cussing lizzie liz e I'm sorry, what? <laughs> no. What the F you say? What the F you say? <laughs> All right. All right, guys. So tonight we have another guest spotlight. It's going to be D&D &D production. All right. All right. This is how y'all doing? How you doing? Hey guys, how's it going? You know how's it going? How's it going? You know Tarantino and Mart and sorry and <laughs> Marty McWill from D and D Productions, right? Did I get the names right, Marty McWill? You got it right. All right, good, good. Right. So D and D Productions LLC is a new Atlanta-based film production company. Dino and Marty write, direct, and produce original and collaborative content. Their projects are intended to highlight specific social issues that affect black culture and are working to give an awareness and provide inspiration to change these issues using their platform. I'd like to welcome you both 
the Truth Lies shenanigans. Welcome, guys. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. What's up? All right. So why don't you guys tell us a little bit more about yourselves and tell us about D&D Productions. Okay, well, I'll start. Um, I'm Dino Tarantino. Hi, everybody. Um, I write, direct, and um, basically D&D Productions, from what I've been able to put in with it, is a family organization. It's something we strongly believe in. Um, we started the company in February of this year, um, and it's been nothing but up since we started. We've, we've been we've, we've on this on this great journey so far. You know, uh, oh, sounds like you're muted. Let me see if that's on my that's my end. Oh, that's go ahead, Marty. go ahead, Marty. Okay. Um. Hello, everyone. I go by Marty McWill. I have a uh, background in. Uh, computer animation and currently I am studying digital cinema photography. Like Dino said, this is a family business that we started, something we believe strongly in. And um, it's basically a company that's just trying to put ideas and topics that we see in a way that people understand it and is more receptive to it in today's time. So that's what is D&D is about. All right. So now you say your projects are designed to highlight social issues. Tell us, like, what, what social, what social issues, what are you um, seeing, how are your projects work as, to address these issues? Okay, uh, things such as gentrification, we uh, speak on that a lot, um, uh, sex trafficking, kidnapping, mm. um, uh, in, the, in 2019, over 200,000 black people, um, of color, people of color went missing, no trace. And over uh, 60,000 of those were black females. So we try to add those elements so the viewers can see and learn and try to you know have a better understanding okay all right lizzie so i was gonna ask so most of your projects are these what form of media are they is it movies is it tv shows videos like what are you guys primarily working on so pri primarily currently we're working on a show a mini series um what? but in the past We've done um, simple skits, videos, and other projects that we started on. That was the collaborative part of our intro. That's uh, other people's projects that they wanted to have brought to life and stuff like that. But um, yeah, mainly just video and stuff like that as YouTube, different Facebook, um, Instagram platforms. But now that our message is getting bigger and we want to be more captivating, we're actually aiming towards platform so it's going to be more focused on movies and strictly miniseries for the next few months so i looked you guys up and um i found this movie janky uh janky maintenance is that one of yours <laughs> yes sir that was a collaborative project okay let's take a look at it real quick Page. You had a link to it. Wow. 
Yeah, that was so, when we first started our journey. We had first started out. We I had an idea, and we uh we just tried to you know jump in and do something. Um, but as like, as we started learning the business more and learning uh different ways to produce, we took a step back and focused more on the writing and more on the actual storylines and more uh, actual creating actual stories that we could present and and and, and uh, pitch to uh, companies. So what is your production company like? Like, do you have, you guys have a studio? Do you rent space? Do you have writers that you commission or do you do all of that yourself? Well, we have a crew. We have uh, sound tech. We have cameramen. Uh, we do rent our spaces. We rent uh, locations every time we go film. Um, right now we don't have our own studio, but that is our goal. Okay. Okay. Very good. Johnny, do you have any questions? Yeah. Um... I have a question about things that you're working on currently. Um, do you think you can share just like a brief synopsis of what you're working on now? Dino, I'll let you pick this up because you're more of the Okay. Okay. So, I was just about to say, just so it's clear, <laughs> Dino is the, the writing, the creator, like, content of it and i'm more the production side of things so that's how we collaborate and put our stuff together so when it comes to what's going on in the story he'll bring me into the writing room on certain parts that he needs but i'm gonna let him take it over because he's really the content creator for that part so we are currently working on a tv series that we're featuring on amazon prime one called fragile uh and to give you a quick synopsis fragile is basically about a guy who comes home after spending six years in the army to find his mom dead in her bed and at first, it seems like a regular arm, uh, uh, robbery going wrong. But as he does his own investigation, due to lack of police investigation, he discovers his father's former employer, which is a company called StimuCell. Now, StimuCell is a company, is a biogenetic company that specializes in evolving DNA. And sometimes, you know, when you play with DNA, you're not doing stuff by the book. So it's been a lot of um, kidnappings and missing uh, people of color because they want to revamp Atlanta and call it, it's called New Atlanta in the story. They want to revamp Atlanta and, you know, take back what they think is theirs. So where do you, so where do you see your, um, your production company next five years? Where do you see yourself going? A Universal Studios type thing. Like, um, I, we aim to have a place where, um, the main thing from the question you asked earlier is, do we have our own place or do we rent? Like he said, currently we are renting our own space, but a main thing that we know that we need is like a warehouse. We want to develop our own stages and our own like little um, platforms that other content creators can come and actually use. So we want to be able to have other companies come collaborate with us and just in five years, I see us as like a Universal Studios on whatever scale, if that's small or major, depending on however it goes. Because the ultimate goal, the ultimate goal is for us to one day just sit back and watch everybody else work. <laughs> and we can, <laughs> you know, that, that's how it goes. We're going to be a boss. That's what bosses do. But uh, right now, we put in, we put in the grind. We, we own this job every day. We, every day we call each other. We call out. We reach out to people. We uh, find new cast members. We talk to this media person, this media person. I was happy when G, uh, Gianni asked us to be a part of this show because it was another platform just for us to get our name out there. So I, I really appreciate that. Of course. And so, you know, um, outside of Hollywood, 
Georgia now is kind of like the hot spot in terms of film production, television production, specifically with um, Tyler Perry's multi-million dollar production company and studio that's down there. So do you have do you guys have any links right now to Tyler Perry? The only link we have right now is actually on TV One. His show with half and half nights, but uh, that is his blueprint is something that um we do kind of model after. As far as like, I want to work with the same cast members in other projects. I want to work with the same crew guys on different projects. Uh, I want to just have a, a strong team, you know, uh, same as Tyler Perry did, and it worked out for him. And I think representation is important. I'm a journalist in addition to being a, a um, professor. But, you know, I spent my life as a journalist in the media for, what, 20 plus years now. And I started when there weren't a lot of black women, women in particular, but definitely not a lot of black women in sports journalism. And so what I've come to see now, you turn on the television and they're sideline reporters. They are hosting TV shows on ESPN or Fox News or whatever. And that just goes to show you that representation is important and getting the word out. So we are happy to help you all get the word out um, and definitely like, you know, keep in touch with us so you can let us know what projects you're working on. We maybe can get Neo to appear in one of your shows and one huh. of your films. Gianni, maybe Lizzie. <laughs> so yeah, we already have we already had Gianni Cash. She actually plays a character. Now her name is Hazel Valentine. Hazel, Ooh, that's true. She's a businesswoman. Y'all got to see her. Y'all got to see her. Yeah. <laughs> right. She. Uh, she. She dope. She dope. She dope. Her is like absolutely amazing. Yeah, I've been, they've been working on the series Fragile for about a month and a half now, and I have like a small little part, but I'm in it, and um, I'll show you guys the pilot whenever they're finished creating it. She has a small, she she has a small part in the pilot, but she has a major story to tell. Oh, nice. We we have a superstar in the making right here. All right. Hi guys, so why don't you let everybody know exactly where they can find you, um, find out you find your new projects, um, you know, and and find you online. Um, far okay, as, uh, so, so, wait, go ahead, Marty. I was just about to say, as far as the main platform, um, YouTube at Marty McWill or is is B and D Productions, y'all should definitely be able to uh, find something. We've been trying not to post too much because just it's kind of too early. We just posting like little simple stuff um, behind the scenes and stuff if y'all are into that. But uh, the YouTube and Amazon is definitely where we're dropping our uh, material off when this is done. So I want y'all to look forward to that YouTube and stuff for trailers and stuff like that. But Instagram, Marty McWill, and then I'm going to let him give his uh handles uh social media uh dino tarantino on instagram and uh dino tarantino on facebook also you can follow those two pages and also follow our uh dd production instagram page uh more brand new content is coming like i said we started this company about four or five months ago and we already off to a good head start we have oh, a yeah. major production we have a major production is is lights camera action is uh we're on the right path we just gotta stay focused and continue to do god's work Okay, we got this. some names y'all heard about um in the uh Hollywood industry already inside um the show. So look out for those names. Like, like some like pretty who? popular names. Oh, name drop. We want to hear some name drop. Yeah. Oh, oh we have a <laughs> we have a native uh, uh legend, uh Shawty. Y'all probably heard of Shawty Shawty, the, the comedian. He's a comedian, he's uh 
been around for over oh, wild years. Oh, Wild and Out. On Wild oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Okay, I know you're talking about now. Yeah. Also on Wild and Out, and uh, uh, we have we have a couple more surprises. You gotta wait to see. We gotta wait to see. Okay. All right. All right. Gianni right. will make sure that we see it. So, yeah. so maybe once yeah. it releases, we'll get one of you back onto the show. Tell us all about oh, yeah. it. Definitely. When do you expect the release date to be? Um, so we plan on finishing around February, early February. So we're giving post production at least two months just to go over everything, have everybody we want that's involved in, uh, like you said, the sound uh, effects, different stuff like that. We just really want to make sure this, this is a quality. So, um, two months after that. So I'm looking probably around. March, April, next year. All right. So we'll yep. be looking out for that. We'll be looking out for that. Please do. Please do. Yeah. Please do. Please. All right, Dino, Marty, that's all the time we have. We'd like to thank you guys for joining us. We do appreciate you coming on. Thank y'all, man. Thank, thank you, you Gianni, for getting right. us on here. Yeah. Thank you, Neo. Thank, thank, you. thank you, Lizzie. Thank you. All right, guys. Have a good one. You too. Gianni, look at your superstar. Superstar Gianni. <laughs> Hazel and Dablin. Hazel Val, I love that name too. Hazel Valentine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's a crazy role. She's a she's a drug dealer and she's in a girl gang. So that's a little different than my personality now. <laughs> well, you gotta do some real acting with that. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Good. Yeah. Get your talents together. All right. So now it's time for some hot topics. Truth, lies, shenanigans. All right. So the way Hot Topics works, one of our hosts will start us off and they'll tell us if their topic is a truth, lie, or shenanigans. Tell you what's going on in the world and then we'll all just talk about it until time is up. And we'll have our friend Gingy, who is ready for some birthdays with Rob B. Yeah, Gingy had <laughs> Rob on her mind today, honey. <laughs> <laughs> we'll pop in and let us know that time is up and we will stop and go to our live audience questions and comments online and we'll talk about it some more. So make sure you are definitely talking to us online tonight. Once we're done, we'll go on to the next host and their topic. All right, Lizzie, since we missed you on the last show, let's start with you. I missed you. I missed you, Lizzie. Yeah. We need your energy. Your energy on the show is, you know, I don't know. It's hard to be without your energy on the no. show. Well, you know how you make people feel appreciated when they're away for a little while and you want to let them know that they've been missed? You dedicate to the Chanel fund. You dedicate to the Chanel fund. <laughs> Chanel fund. I'm not dedicating to any Chanel. All right, Lizzie. Is this a truth lie or shenanigans? It is a whole bunch of shenanigans. Hopefully, I mean, I know, you know, she hasn't probably heard of us yet, but hopefully we'll get the word out to Miss Patty LaBelle so we can get a statement about what the hell the Hades is going on with her child. <laughs> so <laughs> yesterday it turns out that we had um, a former uh, George, a former politician, who tweeted this on his web website, on his Twitter site. Now this is a white politician, but look at what he tweeted. I'm a black gay guy, and I can personally say that Obama did nothing for me. 
My life only changed a little bit and it was for the worse. Everything is so much better under Trump though. I feel respected, which I never do when Democrats are involved. So first and foremost, even before I get to the non-apology, looking at that, looking at the picture of Dean Browning, and I, I'm going to ask Gianni first because I already know what Neo is probably going to say. Looking at the picture of Dean Browning, who appears to be a white man, but then he's, you know, posting about being, I'm a black gay guy, and he's trying to dog Obama. Gianni, what is your first reaction to this tweet? I would think it's a scam immediately. <laughs> I would, when it's, but it's, it's so weird because he has the blue check, so, so he's official. Right, so he's been verified. But, yeah, so, so it's like weird. Like, it's like, was this a mistake? But I know that it's not. Like, at, at the end of the day, this is Patty's son. So it's, I would be confused. Like, is this, is this a scam? Who's on this man's account? But Lizzie, how, how did they find out? How did they find out what? That this was, uh, I mean, I, I see he posted this, but how did they find out who it was? We'll, we'll get to that. But okay, okay, okay. All right. What was, what was your reaction? <laughs> we'll get to that. When I, I, mean, I, when I saw it, I was confused. I, I, I admit to being confused. Yeah. I was like, okay, what is this? What is this? I, okay. I did like, he... is this a scam? Yeah, I, I just didn't, I mean, when I, when, 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 when I didn't even know about it till you sent it. And when I was looking through it, I'm like, why is Lizzie sending this? What is this? What is she? <laughs> so I'll admit to being completely confused at first. But uh, so you news you didn't take your age old position of well if he feels like he's a black guy, who are we to tell him he's not a black guy? I did not, but I was confused as to what was happening. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but I mean, if he if he felt he was black, if he's got some black in him, he. Technically, he's black. You got to drop a black. He might be black. Who knows? Well, I mean, there's lots of ways to get black in you, but that doesn't mean you are black. <laughs> okay, that's the truth. That's the truth. But then, so once you know, Twitter blew up. People started calling him out because obviously, this appears to be a white male who, again, he has a verified Twitter account. He's allegedly, you know, a politician. And so he, people started calling him out on Twitter. And so he, you know, did the proverbial non-apology. Regarding the tweet that is going viral for my account, I was quoting a message that I received earlier this week from a follower. Sorry if context was not clear. Trump received re record minority votes and record LGBTQ votes. Many people won't say it vocally, but do in private. So are you buying that apology? He, he was a, a gay black person sent him something. And so he meant to post that instead of posting it as if he was calling himself a gay guy. Do you buy that apology? I'm still confused. I, I, I'm admitting, I, I'm just like, I'm so confused by this whole thing. <laughs> I, I, I'm just being honest with you, I am like, I even read through the, the articles and I'm just like, I was hoping to get clarity tonight. Okay. I am All lost right. by, I don't understand what, so from my understanding, okay, we got this guy, the guy is, uh, I get apparently Patty Bell's son is <laughs> pretending to be- Why do you keep jumping ahead? Why do you keep jumping ahead? I can't figure it out. 
So go ahead, go ahead. And so I, I, I'm still lost. How about that? That's my, that's my impression. I, I so after, you know, um, that apology, um, again, it blew up on Twitter. People were calling it a non-apology. Then it turns out this guy, black guy, a guy who identifies himself as a black gay Republican named Dan Purdy, he came out and acknowledged that he was the guy that was referenced in the original tweet. He was the guy that, you know, said that Obama did nothing for him. Um, that's his picture right there. He was the guy that Obama, you know, Obama did nothing for him. He needs to speak out on behalf of on behalf of black Republicans, black gay Republicans, and tell the truth about how they are represented in society. Well, as soon as he made that video, people saw his face, obviously. And people started putting two to two together. And so they looked up all of his past tweets for Dan Purdy. And I mean, there are some internet sleuths out there. Somehow they found his IP address and connected it to this Twitter site for William Holt. <laughs> William Holt, it turns out, is Miss Patty's son. <laughs> so he was triple catfishing. Yes! <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm just like, sweetie, you ain't got some patty pies that you could be eating right now. You ain't got nothing to do. It's a catfish on some nonsense like this. And apparently, this these weren't the only sites. He had another site called uh, Burl Holt, where he was posting a lot of derogatory things about black Democratic politicians, black liberal politicians, about Barack Obama, about um, people in the House, in the Senate, about our girl, Miss Ma Auntie Maxine Waters. Like he was just going on and on. And no one was none the wiser until he posted that video in support of the BS tweets before. And then people put to this guy here. William Legate, he broke it all down. <laughs> he broke it all down. He posted the pictures of him and Patty. Um, and Patty, you know, from what I gathered, has five kids, and William Holt is one of her kids. Yeah. And so he pictures the he posted the pictures of the two of them together. He posted all of his past tweets. And so the original site, Dan Purdy, has now been banned from Twitter. Okay, because of all of the derogatory statements that it made. I don't know where Mr. William Holt is this evening. I don't think anyone has asked Miss Patty what's going on with her son. But what is my panel, my, you know, my partners in crime? What do y'all think of this nonsense? <laughs> I liked it because it was, it was kind of a good distraction from what's going on in the White House right now. Yeah, I, I agree with you. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, this is so messy. This is so messy. It is. I mean, I can't even, <laughs> I don't even understand how, I just, it's so confusing. I so he was, so he chose to, and I don't, what, well, let me ask you this one. Let me ask you this question. What was his actual purpose? Did he really feel that way about Obama? Or was he yeah, just? Oh, yeah. So he is. As far as we can tell from where he's been um, posting on social media as himself, okay. as Dan Purdy, and as that other um, alias, Burl Holt, okay. he is a black gay Republican who is against all black liberals, black Democrats in this country. Okay. It also turns out that the original um, tweet 
from Dean Browning. That guy is real. <laughs> that guy is real. So what people are suggesting is, is that um, Dean sold his, you know, or, or I'm t- I take it back. William Holt sold his story or sold his ability to tweet to Dean and Dean was posting, but he got confused with all of his posting and his tweeting or whatever, and didn't really check himself when he called himself a black gay guy. <laughs> like he was supposed to post under a different persona, but forgot and called himself a black gay guy. Oh, and he oh so okay. he, had, oh, I get it now. So he had multiple okay. accounts that he was catfishing from, and he just has that much time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Throughout the day, because I do social media for a TLS show, throughout the day, I can barely get up one tweet for this day. Like it's, it's been a struggle, but these people had this whole operation going. I mean, they catfishing under this name, this name, this name. And why would you embarrass your mom and Miss Patty like that? So do we think he has like some, uh, some disorder or some psychological disorder that he's <laughs> dealing with? Or, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. Who, who, I mean, I mean, that, that, that would explain it. Um, I mean, most, I most people, when they really? so I, I, my wife likes Catfish, the cat show, Catfish, I think that's what it's called. Catfish. Yeah. Yeah, and so I've watched a few of those episodes, and I don't know, I just, uh, yeah, I just don't get it. <laughs> I mean, I think those people have there's usually some type of problem, social, history, social. yeah, social disorders. Even if it's a social disorder, right? Um, so I'm curious if he does or doesn't. So Mike Winner, I'm looking at the comments. Mike Winner just said he calls um, Trump Alf. <laughs> yeah. So he he posted that oh. that has been a tactic of Alf that he pays, um, you know, minorities. He pays people to, you know, post these things, these negative things about um, blacks, about Latinos, about Asians, about the Democratic Party, and just you know pays them well. But it appears as if, from what they what they post, it appears as if, as a community, we're all down for Trump, and we ain't y'all. We ain't. There are a few outliers out there. But you know the majority, we ain't doing that. Yeah. So yeah, there's a few online. If you you want to go, you want to go over some of the comments online, Yanni. Yeah, sure. Um, Kevin Thaxon said, "To be honest, people have a hard time seeing beyond their personal issues. No politician is supposed to do anything for an individual. Politicians help compromise for the entirety of society." That's true. It is. I see. Ruka says. Uh, um, Ruka was confused like me though. If you look, she says, so Patty, Patty's son made a fake profile with a fake page and pic. Still confused. And then Daxon was wondering, what was he catfishing for? Yeah. I, I can't speak to that. I've never catfished in my life. Um, I've never even seen the show. So, oh. I mean, I know, I know what it is. Um, um, through sports, because there was a very famous story oh, yeah. um, 
Manti Teo from um, he was a Notre, Notre Dame football player who got catfished from someone of, who was saying that she was his girlfriend and he fell for it. But then he started lying too, saying, yeah, she was my girlfriend. We went on this date and we had this, you know, vacation or whatever. And then the girlfriend allegedly, you know, she gets sick. She has all of these health problems. And then she allegedly dies the same week that his grandmother dies. And it turns out that one, he had never met this girl. So he lied about that. But two, the girl did not exist. You, why do why you need to lie about having a girlfriend? I mean, I'd lie if I, if I did have one <laughs> like that. If I had a catfish, I would be lying the whole time about it. I don't, yeah, okay. He was lying before he knew he got catfish. Um, but it turns out the girl did not exist. The person who had been in contact with him was some guy out in Hawaii. So that that was like the first time I had heard the term catfish. I'm like, oh my god, people got way too much. Catfish. I don't understand what people get out of catfish. There are a lot of mean spirited folks out here. What do you think, Johnny? Yeah, yeah, I feel like people catfish because it's it's the insecurity things. There's many reasons. If you've watched the show Catfish, there could be like like you said disorders, or it really can be just that people have this weird insecurity of how they genuinely look now. So. You know, they put, um, they steal fake fake photos and things like that in cover. Um, but there's all levels of catfishing. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Gianni's smiling a little bit there. Gianni, can you, are you going to think about doing like a Hazel Valentine catfish? <laughs> she, <laughs> exactly. She's going to bring out her persona. You are a beautiful young lady. Like you will attract attention if people just saw your picture. If you just reached out to someone, hey, it's Hazel. My name is Hazel. I live in Atlanta. That can be my altar. <laughs> All right, let, let's let's get a couple more uh, comments online. Were there a couple more, Yanni? Yeah, Jacqueline said um, IQ forty five has been known to take on very on very alias throughout his professional life, including John Barron. <laughs> John Barron? Who's John Barron? Who's John Barron? That's the um, catfish. <laughs> 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 Dario Winter said, um, sounds like 45 needs to move over on the therapy couch for some of his followers. Me. Yeah. <laughs> they just need one group therapy session. Um, <laughs> Jacqueline Robinson said, those pies are nasty, though. Oh, you don't like the patty pie? I've never tried a patty pie. Are they good? I mean, are they nasty? I don't have never tried one. Are they good? I've tried it once. Let me just say this, and in defense of Jacqueline Robinson, for those of y'all don't know, that's my older sister. Um, we grew up with a Southern mother from, you know, Florence, South Carolina, who made pies from scratch. Probably, I'm oh. going to say, much better than a patty pie. So that's where Jackie is coming from. She's just like, whatever. You know, we grew up on sweet potato and pumpkin pies from scratch. And so yeah. don't be, you know, patty pie. Mike Winters over here calling Hazel Valentine a stripper name. But we didn't give it, <laughs> it to her. A stripper name. The D&D boys gave it to her. We didn't give it to her. I know. Where did they think of that name? I don't even know where they Hazel. I like the name, actually, Hazel Valentine. That's, that's a cool name. Anyway, all right. So let's move on to the next hot topic. Truth, lies, shenanigans. Right. Again. Next hot topic is for me. Uh, and this is some serious shenanigans going on. That's I'm a good segue from 
dick stripper. We going from the stripper <laughs> to the stripper lap dance. Let's go. Yes, because I'm talking Kimberly, Kimberly Guilfoyle. Many of you might remember this speech where she yelled at the Republican National Convention. Gentlemen, leaders and fighters for freedom and liberty and the American dream, the best is yet to come. She yelled the whole speech. <laughs> I mean, literally, the whole speech. Anyway. At the end of that speech, I expected her to be like, oh boy, from the movie Warriors, can you dig it? <laughs> <laughs> you calling out references Gianni doesn't know. <laughs> she didn't watch that movie. I know that reference. Oh, you know that one? Okay. <laughs> Hazel Valentine knows some references. <laughs> no. no. All right, so on Saturday, Politico reported, Politico reported that Trump Jr.'s girlfriend, Kimberly Guilfoyle, was also an official Trump campaign advisor. And at a fundraiser, she often joked about her sex life and made offers for a lap dance and a hot tub party. At the donor event in December at the Trump Hotel in Washington, D.C., which, by the way, is leased out from the federal government, Guilfoy offered to give a lap dance to whomever raised the most money. Word is both her and Trump Jr. made some donors very uncomfortable with their sexually subjective Suggestive conversation. A spokesman for the Trump campaign told Politico, Kimberly Guilfoyle is an excellent fundraiser and was highly valued as an asset to the president's team. I.e., she gives a good lap dance. That's what he really said. <laughs> That's what he really meant. So my simple question to you guys, is anyone surprised by this? I'll start with Lizzie. <laughs> no, I mean, it just came out a couple of months ago that um, Fox News, so she used to be a personality on Fox News. And while she was there, um, she allegedly was sexually harassing someone on staff. And so Fox News had to pay four, $4 million to settle that lawsuit. So no, this does not surprise me. But, you know, I'm going to be the devil's advocate here and be like, by any means necessary. Like, you know, if you are running a campaign and you need some ducats, you need some dollars, you're not going to give the cute girl over there, hey, look, go out there, handle your business, bat those eyelashes, give a lap dance, by any means necessary. That's That seems to be the Republican way under a president who even before he was elected was known, was caught on video talking about, boasting about, grabbing women by the pussy who also you know had an affair with stormy daniels so no i'm not surprised not the least bit surprised danny how about you are you surprised at all um i feel like who is she though is she like <laughs> a cheerleader for the trump campaign like who is she exactly is she a politician, though? Like, that was a serious question. Is she a politician? No, she was she a news did? She was a news reporter for Fox News, and then, well, an oh, anchor okay. for Fox News, and then um, she decided to go start hanging out with Trump Jr., who is her boyfriend. But also before that, she's the ex-wife of Gavin Newsom, um, who is the mayor of, is he the mayor of San Francisco or is he the governor of California? I think he's the governor of California. Um, but I think who, you're right. Gavin Newsom, yeah. Governor of California, I think he is. Yep. Governor of California, yep. who's a Democrat. 
So they used to be married. So she has been in the political, you know, um, spotlight and circle for years, oh. for years. Oh, and by the way, her mother's an immigrant, according to her, oh, from Puerto her, Rico. Her mother is an immigrant from Puerto Rico, even though Puerto Rico is a part of the United States. Oh. How does that work? Yeah, I was like... She, she immigrated from Puerto Rico. How does that work? I, I immigrated from Washington, D.C., so, you know, I, I'm an immigrant. From... <laughs> what in the world? Well, I mean, no, I think this is tasteless and classless. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, nothing. I can't really expect much from the Trump campaign, but I won't just say that I'm... Let me not share that. But I just feel like... Share it. In share general, because <laughs> I'm not pro-Democrat and I'm not pro... Uh, Republican. Okay, that's good. I guess you can, in a way, say I am neutral. But good. I like neutral. But I just feel like from the Trump camp, I mean, from the Republican campaign, it's just been really. I mean, Trump campaign has been really like aggressive, and it's just been like ignorant <laughs> and belligerent a little bit. Jeanette Brown says he's fighting COVID, and she's giving lap dances. Girl, <laughs> <laughs> <Little> Jeanette. <laughs> I mean, I'm not surprised at all, personally, because, you know, I, well, it, it happens often in these type of uh, campaigns and things like that. It, it happens often that, you know, they, they have pretty women, you know, tri you know, prancing around and, and trying to get donors to give more money. I mean, it's, I think it's been for centuries. I mean, that this is just what they do. And, and Again, I agree with Lizzie on the fact that it's typically it's a higher level of that with the Republican Party. Um, I don't know why that is, um, but I just think the Republicans tend to do that. Um, and like you said, it's tasteless. Um, but am I surprised by it? I'm not surprised at all. I mean, what about this, guys? It goes back. It, it's not just politics. It's not just professionals. It goes as far back to um, college. Think about big college football and basketball programs and when they're recruiting mm -hmm. these kids. Recruiting, yeah. And I have seen this firsthand. I was actually, my, our freshman year, me and my girls, we were asked to be athletic department football recruiter girls, where when they have these high school recruits come on campus, the young ladies, they meet them at the airport, they drive them from the airport to their hotel, they take them out to dinner, they take them out to the hottest parties that are on campus for the weekend, and sometimes they give lap dances and other favors. There's a movie that documents that with Halle Berry and um, Omar Epps called The Program. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's what it's about. And so, yeah, it starts early. I mean, this is just what we're seeing with Miss Kim, with Lil' Kim, with Dancing Kim over there. This is the elevated, more professional version. But it starts early. It starts early. Yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised at it at all. But um, I just want to point so out one Do you guys see, like, anything wrong with that? Or do you, sorry. To, oh, um, good. Do you, do you feel like that's, like, kind of like the name of the game? Like, that's as long as they're okay with that, like the women, of course, in kind of doing that, is that cool? I mean, I don't want to, good, good, Lizzie, I'll let you. I was just gonna say, first and foremost, I was joking earlier when I said by any means necessary, but to answer Johnny's question, I absolutely see a lot wrong with that because yeah. it sets a precedent for how women should be treated and how um, they are viewed 
in these professional settings, in these, you know, political settings, even as, you know, again, I'm sports journalist, even as, you know, someone who may want to interview, you know, a top athlete. Well, what you going to give us if we give you if we give you him for this for this interview, what are you going to give us? Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to give you my microphone in his face. That's all I'm going to give you. Like, no, I'm I'm not effing for an interview and I'm certainly not effing for donations. So, yeah, I don't I felt I do not think it's appropriate at all. At all. Agreed. Yeah, it's I mean, yeah, treating women this way is, is not what should be done because it sets like lizzie said a precedent for um for little girls and and that's that's the expectation um that's the expectation right you know right if you're if you're pretty and cute then you know then i expect something from you i mean it's like the whole thing with fox news and roger ailes and it's not to say that and it's not really to compare democrat versus liberal liberal versus conservative it just for some reason conservatives tend to be more, um, you know, misogynistic. I, I don't know what that is or why. It's just they tend to go towards that party. Um, and I think it has to do with, you know, so, some of the religious and Christian beliefs of women to, should be subjugated. So, um, yeah. Good for you, Rob B. <laughs> <laughs> Missing you, Rob B. Missing you, Rob B. Let me just answer Kevin very quickly because he said, you know, Lizzie, you were a honeypot. Hell no. <laughs> no. No. Don't believe it. Don't believe it, Kevin. <laughs> I want to respond to what uh, Jeanette Brown says. She says, I'm with you, Gianni. I'm not a rampant Democrat or Republican. And I suspect the Dems aren't clean either. Epstein question mark. Totally agree with that. I mean, I'm not saying I certainly wasn't saying that Dems are not clean or are, are not dirty as well. I mean, it's it's more a sense of that's the way politics is. Um, but go ahead, yeah, Lizzie. Yeah. Um, and and you know, again, Gianni is you know our youngest member of our panel here, so she might not be. She's the same age as my students, actually, so she might not remember this time in American politics. But hello, Bill Clinton. Hello, Bill Clinton. I'm Bill sure she Clinton. has some sense of what a Monica Lewinsky is. Yeah. Bill Clinton was, yeah. you know, um, poking and sticking in everything that walked by him in the governor's mansion, in Love. the White House, yep. and beyond. And I have to remind people that he was impeached because he lied, not because of what happened with Monica Lewinsky, but because he lied about it. Like, this has been going on yeah. forever in a day and i'm not saying that to say that it's okay it's excusable but it goes across both parties both parties remember john edwards very very quickly yeah remember yeah. when obama ran in 2008 john edwards former senator from north carolina was also on that ticket what during his campaign it came out he had a wife elizabeth edwards who has since passed on but she um, had terminal cancer and it came out that he was having an affair with a videographer and he lied and lied and lied about it, got her pregnant. She had a baby. And then the inquirer, the national inquirer blew his pot up and he had to drop out of the campaign, blew his pot. So this is goes for both parties. No question. Both, both parties. Kevin Daxton pointed out Kennedy's, the Kennedy's as well. 
Oh, don't even get us started. We ain't got enough time for that. Let's read off a couple of comments, Johnny, and then we'll uh, we'll move on from hot topics. Did you hear me, Johnny? Okay, sounds okay. good. Right. Oh, Jeanette Brown said, "Yeah, can you hear me?" Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey guys, might be a slight yeah, delay. Okay, okay. So Jeanette Brown said, um, "The more conservative, the more closed-minded." Less are able to see others more capable of abuse. Who is the woman who owned our first woman president? Um, I'm, who stayed married to Jinx? Not sure. Let me see if I can jump in there and see some messages. Hold it. Daria Winter also said sexism is not driven by party affiliation. Uh, it's not. You're right. And but, then Mike Winter also said JFK was bad too. Yeah, he was. I mean, so were all the Kennedys, but we ain't got enough time for that. We ain't got enough time. <laughs> all the Kennedys were pretty bad. All right. Except for Junior. Except for Junior. Rest in peace, my love. Except for Junior. <laughs> Except for Junior. Aww. All right. That's it for our topic, shenanigans. All right, so let's jump right on into our game show for the evening. I'm going to feel bad for Gianni on this one. I feel bad for you. I feel bad for you because uh, it was Rob's birthday, so I made it a 70s trivia game. Gosh. <laughs> so I hope, you, I hope you're up to speed on your 70s trivia. <laughs> I'll try. All right. All right. Well, this is an example. So what, what we'll do is we'll go around the horn. I'll ask, uh, ask each a question, uh, read the options, and you'll answer as quickly as you can. If you get it right, uh, G- Gianni will get you a point, and the person with the most points wins the game. So we're all playing the game. I don't know the answers to these questions. All right. Although I know the answer to this one because this is a sample question. In the fall of 1971, Disney World opened in Orlando, how much did a ticket cost? $350, $1350, or $23? Either of you know? $350. What do you say, Gianni? Uh, $350, I'll say $350. Yeah. I'll say $350. All right. That <laughs> is correct. $350. All right. Here we go. Kevin, I'm going to start with Lizzie. Kevin gave you some advice, Gianni. He said, think old. Think old. Think old. 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 In 1975, who founded a company named Microsoft? Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, or Phil Mickelson? Lizzie. Phil Mickelson, right? That Bama. Don't get me started on him either. Um, oh my God. Was it Bill Gates? <laughs> yes, that is correct. It's Bill Gates. <laughs> I only use. Apple products, so I need to know what the competition looks like. <laughs> oh, this is going to be tough for you, uh, Gianni. What happened at Kent State University on May 4th, 1970? What, what university? What happened at Kent State University on May 4th, 1970? A rock concert, a huge graduation ceremony, or a massacre? <laughs> that should be correct. 
Yes, Diana yeah, is correct. I'm massacre. Yes, that's yeah. correct. I actually knew someone who was there oh, for that wow. match. Yeah. She's not clapping because I knew someone. Nice. She, clapped because, she clapped because she got the question right. <laughs> All right, look. It looks like she might be frozen. Let's see. All right, the next one's for me anyway. In 1971, the New York Times published the Pentagon Papers, which were all about which controversial <laughs> subject? The Pentagon Papers, I'm going to say the Vietnam yeah. War. <laughs> that lag is getting me in trouble. <laughs> that lag is getting you in trouble. The Vietnam War, I am correct. So we each got a point. Okay. Lizzie, in 1973, the Sears Tower opened in Toronto, Chicago, or New York? Chicago. Chicago. Chicago is correct. Poetic justice, Chicago. All right, Gianni, the next one. The 70s started with the devastating news that a music group was disbanding for good. Which band was it? The Who, The Beatles, or Skinny Puppy? <laughs> Uh-oh, she's got some lag. Yeah, I don't think she knows it's going for her. You got that? Did you hear that, Gianni? She ain't heard nothing. You didn't hear. All right. We'll... <laughs> <laughs> you do yours and we'll come back to her. We'll you come back. Yours. We'll come back. Maybe she caught up. Let's see. It looks like she might have caught up. Are you there, Gianni? Yeah, I'm here. All right. The lag is better. All right. Here we go. The 70s started with the devastating news that a music group was disbanding for good. Which band was it? The, the Who's. Who's. The Who? Yeah. That is incorrect. It was the Beatles. <laughs> Dang. All right. <laughs> I should have listened to you, Kevin Daxton. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In 1979, what happened at a place called Three Mile Island? Nuclear accident, assassination attempt, or kidnap? That would be a nuclear accident. That is correct, Antonio, Neo. All right. Lizzie, this is the last round. You ready? Between me and you. I mean, well, Gianni could catch up in tie. Let's see. In 19... You gonna... you gonna cheat. In 1971, in the 1971, what did the 26th Amendment to the Constitution accomplish? In the 1971. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. Created Medicare, into segregation, or lowered the voting age? Segregation. Easy. Oh, it wasn't segregation. <laughs> it lowered the voting age. Okay, Gianni, you got a chance here. All right. Okay. I thought it was segregation, too. Oh, come on. Why did you give me this? <laughs> All right, in 1973, Secretariat made history in which sport? NASCAR, golf, or horse racing, Gianni? Uh, I'm trying to channel my inner Lizzie. And <laughs> <laughs> inner Lizzie. <laughs> um, wait, what was the last answer? The last answer was voting. Oh. <laughs> so in 1970, the secretary made his. Oh, you mean? Oh, I'm saying. What did? What was the last option? Okay, 
1973. Yeah, option. Okay, sorry. In 1973, Secretariat made history in which sport? NASCAR, golf, or horse racing? Secretariat. I'm going to go with already of the comments as horse race <laughs> good job good job way to hold out way to hold out <laughs> my sister why would you post in the comments so someone else can see <laughs> and beat me all right why? so she hasn't beaten you yet hold on let's see if we can tie here all right so if i get this wrong <laughs> then we tie otherwise i win all right nasa oh i know this <laughs> nasa's no. See how he got the NASA question and I didn't get a sports question? Cheater, cheater. No. How about I skip to the next one? I'll skip to the next one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me just answer the question. NASA, NASA's Apollo 13 was heading to blank when it experienced life-threatening malfunctions, the moon, Mars, or Halley's Comet. Easily the moon. All right. In 1975, <laughs> this is an easy one, too. <laughs> it should have been Gianni's question, <laughs> In 1975, Tony unleashed Betamax, a technology meant for which purpose? Home video recording, compact disc playback, or wound cleansing Betamax? The answer is home video recording. And yes, ding, 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 ding. Neil wins, Neil wins, yay. Neil wins again. Liz. That was a fun game. That was a fun game. If I curse, I get penalized. <laughs> if I curse for calling out the bull sugar honey iced tea, I get penalized. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this will be my second final thought in a row. Hmm. Winning, winning good now. I know. Right. What are the odds? <laughs> All right. Let's do a recount. Let's, let's do get a recount. Let's get our let's shot out there. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's get in some shout outs. Let's start with Lizzie. Lizzie, what you, who you shout out? Once again, shout out to our guy, Rob Beanie. Happy belated birthday. Sorry that we couldn't have you on the show with us tonight, but we are thinking about you and we will hopefully see you again on Sunday. Danny, shout out. Um, I want to shout out D&D Productions for coming on today's episode. Thank you guys um, for sharing what you do. Um, and I want to also shout out to Rob because happy birthday. <laughs> have a great day. Yes, happy birthday, Rob B. I want to shout out everybody online. We had a lot of fun. Kevin Thaxton was <laughs> Jeanette, Saima, Mike Wolf, Mike Winner, all of you guys, Daria Winner, Rupka. A uh, lot of fun tonight. It was a great, great show. Enjoyed hanging out with you guys. All right. So that is all the time we have for our wonderful show. Thanks for joining us. We hope that maybe you learned something or gained a new perspective or even got some things off your chest. Don't forget, please like, follow, subscribe at TLS Live Show. And if you missed any of today's episode, Check out our clips online on YouTube and Facebook tomorrow for you to share them out. Remember, you can also listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Google, Alexa, you name it, you should find us. Just search for or ask your favorite digital assistant for the Truth Lies Shenanigans podcast. 
or you can just simply go to tlsshow.com. It was a lot of fun tonight. Thank you, Gianni, for joining, hanging out, hanging out with us, covering for Rob B. Hope everything is better for Rob B right now. Hope everything worked out. Don't forget, make sure you join our next live show on Sunday, 4 p.m. And since I am the winner with the final thought of the day, <laughs> I just want to point out that today is the day that Nat Turner, who raised uh, a revolt against slave owners, uh, was executed today in this day in history, 19, I believe, 73, 1871. So just wanted to bring out that little history. Make sure you research Nat Turner. There was a movie out about him, so you should check it out. It wasn't a bad movie. Okay. All right, no, guys. The director was bad. The director was bad. Lest we forget. Okay. We'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I want to thank you guys for joining us. Have a great day. See you on Sunday. Shenanigans, shenanigans.